We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Falcon fans, we know you love football, and I'm sure you love college football. And each week, Anthony Goldman and I, as well as friends and guests, get together and talk college football on the College Football Debrief. That's right, John. And, of course, you'll get game recaps, game breakdowns, inside analysis on coaching. But the most fun part about this, it's two guys talking college football that love college football and are passionate about the game. You can catch our podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, whatever your podcatcher is. And rumor has it, Anthony and I will have a tailgating segment. Fly up the stakes, Anthony. Can't wait, John. Got the smoker going. It's College Football Debrief. Everything you want to know about college football and more. On your phone, laptop, mobile device, any streaming service you desire, John, we are there. It's the College Football Debrief. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. It's time to get to work. That's right. I'm talking to you, Vic Beasley, with Rock Hoop Q, Aries Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast, our training camp edition. We're back again, and we're um, doing this whole preseason thing. So we're going to talk, come to you guys after every preseason game, tell you what we think, what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like, leading up to the regular season. So today, I'm joined with my boy Q in the house. What's going on, Q? Glad to be here. Hot day in Atlanta. I know. Very hot. It's a scorcher out there, but we appreciate it, dude. We appreciate you joining us. And I'm also joined all the way from the West Coast, the notorious vid maker, Mr. Aries Falcon. What's going on, Aries? Man, what it is, what it does, what it do. <laughs> it does a lot. It better, it better do a lot this season. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> it better do a lot. And as far as it, I mean 44. But uh, moving on. <laughs> We're also joined tonight by Mr. JR, who was on our show last week from Pound for Pound ATL. JR, how you doing, my friend? Doing fabulous, guys. How are y'all doing tonight? Trying to stay cool. Oh, uh, yes. Well, stay inside where there's air conditioning and you should be all right. Exactly, man. This is one of those hot uh, summer Georgia days, man. And it's like living up to everything that uh, people have heard about it. That much it has. I tried to, uh, they told me it was going to be a 20% chance of rain. 
I fired up my grill and I found that 20% about the time I fired it up. Nice, nice. What you got on the grill, JR? Oh man, I threw some steaks on the grill. Today was a uh, today is birthday day, so I got to have me some birthday steaks. It's your birthday so, today? It is my birthday today. It is. Happy birthday, GR. I appreciate that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, my friend. Can we ask how old you're turning? I am 36 today. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. Not- not too old, not too young, right, right in a good spot. Yeah, man, you're at that good spot, Jr. For a person who's passed that a long time ago, enjoy it, my friend. Enjoy it. Sure. Thank you very much. <laughs> but um, okay, so 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 what? What's what's too old then? Nothing's too old. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's the he said he said he in that sweet oh. spot. Not too young, too young, not too old. Yeah, but too know. old. <laughs> well, I guess if I played football, I'd be too old. I'd oh, okay. be done drinking out the league. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. Unless so, you were a quarterback. Right, unless I was a quarterback or a kicker. A quarterback <laughs> or a kicker, I could hang around anybody else. And 36, you got to go. <laughs> Yeah, they, they they finally get rid of you. They gotta let you go, you know, after a certain point. But it's all good. It's all good. Q, how old are you now? I I'll, I'll be thirty nine. Uh, I'll be forty in October. Forty oh, in okay. October. Okay, cool, cool. So you're not the young one anymore. You and uh, who's younger than me? He's forty in February. So yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, Jr., you you're here with a bunch of old ass dudes, man. Yeah, man. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> Y'all on the too long. That, that's what the problem is. <laughs> I know, man. I know. Oh. All right, fellas. Well, let's get going on this uh, this this next episode. Uh, we're going to talk about our last preseason preseason game with uh, Miami. And um, overall, you know, we lost again. Do y'all know this is our tenth preseason game we've lost in a row? Did y'all know that? I, I saw that pop up on Twitter. But somebody else said something, and I wish, I really wish I could remember who it was because I'd like to give him credit for it. <laughs> but they wondered if Dan Quinn viewed preseason like a live joint practice. <laughs> I'm sure he does. He done it. I mean, he hasn't done a joint practice since he's been here. Okay. Now, not all of them do it, obviously. You know, some do, some don't, whatever. Right. But he hasn't done a joint practice since he's been here. And when they said that, I was like, that's an interesting thought. That is true. It does not seem like he cares much at all about the outcome <laughs> of preseason, like whatsoever. I know the last joint practice we had was when we were on the Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was against the And that was... Yeah, and somebody when his Dan Quinn's first year, somebody asked him if he'd be doing joint practices, and Dan Quinn was pretty much just like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like he broke no argument. He was just nope, not doing that. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, he hey, it's Quinn's world, man. So if he thinks they don't need to do yeah, it. Just, <laughs> say what? Well, did you guys see that um, Oakland and? Uh, the Rams are doing a joint practice this week, and they they had a fight breakout. So yeah, because, right. And they're also yeah. on Hard Knocks. Yeah, so I watched that fight on Hard Knocks. I wonder if they're going to show Antonio Brown freaking out about his helmet. I hope so. Oh, oh, oh they have to. They, they, they have to. There's no way around that. They can't. They can't hide that. Yeah, I think he probably he made it worse because he knew that they were on Hard Knocks. Any anytime Antonio Brown or any of these other guys lose their mind. 
it makes Julio Jones look that much better. It does, man. It does. And I love it because I'm like, we have one we of have the best, best receiver in the league. Exactly. And we don't have to deal All with around. that. Yeah. Buddy needs a new contract, though. Oh, he'll get it. He he'll get it. Yeah. yeah, he'll get it. Yeah, he'll definitely get that contract. You know, Arthur don't, you know, Arthur will work with Julio because what's the other choice? He got the, he's at the deal with Divas, and I'm sure he's not, this is not a Diva town, so. All they, all they have to do is point out to Oakland and say, see, at least he ain't that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't, we don't want to bring anybody that's going to suck the, all the oxygen out of the room and shit, so. Mm-hmm. But all right, fellas. Anyway, so, all right. So we uh, we have Hard Knocks. So we'll we'll start talking about Hard Knocks, too. I was telling the other guys that we'll chime in on that every episode up until the season, just, for, you know, to talk about it. So what do you fellas think of the uh, preseason game against the Dolphins? You got to see some of our some of our starters do some things. I know that they had a, a rainstorm going down down there, and so they didn't let uh some people play matt didn't didn't play and, uh, and a few other guys but uh some did like tack and um did uh um, hagerman play a little bit no he was still injured yeah i saw tack played um i was impressed with with what he was doing right mm, very very he looked very energetic which was great yeah. to see yeah I thought and, then y'all- and, and then i saw a little bit of he was a big John Kaminsky, you know, little wrong miss angles, but I mean, that's what you kind of, you know what I'm saying, expect in some with a rookie, so right. I let it almost a lot of that slide. Right. Well, let's go ahead and just start off on top. I don't know if I said it earlier, but Matt Schwab showed up. He, you know, like I was telling Aries earlier, I think he must listen to either our show or, 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 or uh, Hard Knocks, but he, uh, <laughs> he balled out of control. What, what do you think about uh, Matt's performance, uh, Jr.? Uh, he he did what you needed him to do, in a sense of of he knocked the rust off into the Hall of Fame club. Right. Come back with a much much more stellar performance this game, and hopefully put at ease the notion that he is going to be your backup quarterback. I think he did that. I think he did that. Yeah. Q, what do you think about Schwab's performance in that uh, that game? Exactly what was just just said. He he did bounce back because I was worried about him <clears throat> last week. He looked horrible. I was like, oh yeah. my goodness, but he bounced back and the running game bounced back. We look good. I don't want to get too excited this preseason. Right. I'm going to hold any serious opinions until after we play that first game of the season. But I was a lot more happier with um with uh, Thursday night's performance. Right. All around than that Hall of Fame game. That Hall of Fame game, man, we just looked like some fools. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think well, as far as quarterbacks go, yeah, we did. But um, I think Schwab, you know, I feel a lot better about him a little bit more so than I did last week. But uh, I did feel bad. I did feel bad on Hard Knocks watching it, the way he got lit up. I was like, no quarterback that's still in the league wants to hear that about them. Even if you're not still in the league, you don't want to hear that about yourself. But when I heard, when they were talking about Sharp, I was like, ugh. It just kind of made me just, it made a face on my face just kind of be like, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> and Jared, Especially not good when they're talking about your backup quarterback. Exactly. And Matt Ryan is just one play from going down. Right. 
And Jr., you, did you see that on uh, Hard Knocks? Uh, I don't have uh, uh, HBO, so oh, okay. but I, but I saw like referencing it on uh, on Twitter okay. about uh, them, them talking about uh, Shab on the on Hard Knocks, and then I I'll echo that you don't want them talking about your people on a show that's not about your team, right? That's you know, right. <laughs> And who was oh, yeah, that? Anyway? If you do want to see it, if you do want to see it, the um, the entire episode is on YouTube. So all you gotta do is just Google Hard Knocks episode one, Oakland Raiders or whatever. The entire episode, no commercials, is on YouTube. So go check it out. I'm, yeah, I might I might have missed that episode. I, I must have missed that part. I'm gonna have to watch that episode again. Oh, you missed nah, that part? I didn't, no. Yeah. Was it like in the beginning, the middle? What? Like, I must have missed that. Mm-hmm. It was about the middle. It yeah. was about the middle. It's when, when they uh, were praising Derek Carr. Yeah, it, it was. I think uh, Antonio Brown's first day out there on, uh, for practice or whatever. And who was that tell, saying that? Um, Q James, what? It was one of the defensive players, but I don't remember. I don't follow Oakland Raiders football, so I can't really tell you who who he was. I, I think, but it was one of the defensive guys. But go ahead, Rob. I think who Hoop said is James. Some is um, who was that? Uh, the guy he said though, I thought it was on the Steelers, but. James something. But basically what he said was, you know, they um James pulled Jones. Matt Schaub. James Jones. They pulled Matt Schaub and they put in Derek Carr. And after a few plays, they were looking around like, hey, you might want to pull Derek Carr out the game or you gotta start some controversy. And then they didn't pull Derek Carr out of the game to let him go. And by the time the game was over, they were looking around like, yeah, we going in a uh-huh. different direction. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I remember. I can't remember that part. Yeah. I, thought, I thought they were talking about Matt Matt Schaub when as you know, like the Hall of Fame game. I'm like, no, they were talking about when when he used to be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The very okay. first, the very first time yeah. Eric Carr got actually put into the game, he yeah. balled out immediately, and people are looking around like, if you don't want some controversy, you better make a move now. You better stop this now. <laughs> Wow, that yeah, that's not a good look. <laughs> I, I think that probably had a lot to do with his performance. <laughs> yeah, because you know that guy back to him. Yeah, even when he was in Houston, I mean, he started playing bad. Right, and they was like they were like death threats. <laughs> People like trying to come to his house to kill him. But I'm I, like, really? But I heard he really wasn't that great in college. He was at Virginia, right? He's from Virginia. Yeah, he's from Virginia. Okay. Or, yeah, I believe it's, yeah, because because Ben Kirk is from Virginia, and they were making saying that they were from the same school. Right, right, and we yeah, we've had him before. And then we then we brought him back, and I think 2014 or something like that. But while he was gone, though, he did have a run in Houston, right. and he did look like he was going to be the man out there. Right, and then something happened. And I don't know what, you know, they say, you know, these guys see psychologists sometimes for issues. I don't know what happened to Matt Schaub, but he's not the guy that he was when he uh, first left here and went to Houston because he was balling out in Houston for those first few years. Well, I, I, I mean, well, because we had we had just drafted him. Uh, well, he was a backup for a while. Then, then we had Vic. So right. Vic was the man. So they so they went ahead and let him go. And, and then he was signed by Houston. Oh. Yeah, he was big backup, so, backup for a while. So, so that was, yeah, so that was uh, early in his career. So let me yeah. get this straight. They let him go and picked up Lethwich. They let him go prior to the whole dog fighting thing with Mike Vick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but how long? How long? Had how long how he survived that dog body thing with Mike Vick. Right. He probably would have had those really good years here in Atlanta. Well, but well, was, well, who was the backup when they let him go? Was it Leftwich? Um, 
when Matt Schaub left, who was Mike Vick's quarterback? No, Matt Schaub was Mike Vick's quarterback uh, backup when he left. He left as a yeah. backup to Mike Vick. He left as I a know. backup to Mike Vick. Right. Went out to Houston, balled out. But who who took his place? Time, who took during his that time? We had Joey Harrington and uh, Byron Leftwich here. Okay, that's what. It, so Byron was number three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, he literally left the year of I think the whole Mike Vick experience right. with the dog fighting and Mike Vick getting let go and we didn't have Sharp to fall back on. We had to fall back on and we had Joey Harrison. Was we had somebody we had DJ Shockley. DJ Shockley ended up blowing out his knee or something and missed his opportunity. Right. And the backup oh the backup was um <clears throat> your boy out of Louisville. That's who it was. At the time it was your boy out of Louisville. Well, Bobby Petrino took him took his uh took his boy out of Louisville. So it was um Chris Redman? It was Mike it was who was it? Mm, who was this boy? Maybe it was Chris Redman. I don't remember. But that's who we had. Okay. That first year when Mike Big got locked up, it was like, it was right. like, Joy Harrington started, and then they rolled after Joy Harrington until the kid that came out of Louisville. I think was, I thought his name was Brian something. I can't remember now. Okay. And then they brought in Byron Leftwich, but he ended up not doing anything. Yeah. And uh, then not soon after, we got Matt Ryan. All right, all right. That's a little flashback for all you uh, historians out there. All right. So I said, wasn't, wasn't Redman uh, Ryan's backup at the start of his career? Oh, Redman was was, was Ryan's backup? Okay. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that right? Uh, that's what I think, too. There was a guy in between that came out of Louisville. They took him out of Louisville in the same draft class, I think, is we took him in the same draft class as Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco. But he came out of Chris, uh, Chris Redman? No. I don't remember. He was in the same draft class that was Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco. Oh, they I brought just him remember in. Redmond. Redmond and Lovewich are, are the main yeah. two yeah. that I remember. There was another, there was another guy they brought in. Okay. If somebody's able to Google it right now, I'd love to remember that kid's name. They brought in you know another kid. So what you are? I said, I'm staring at an update screen on my computer going, would you just finish so I can Google this? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, man. Well, if you guys, whoever finds it, you want to chime in, just just chime in. All right, we'll move on, man. Um, running back game, man. Your boy, um, what do y'all think about the performance with our running backs on the offensive side? Look good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He'll, he'll continue his strong performance uh, from the Hall of Fame game, and Quadre Olison decided that he needed to start playing right. uh, and showing that he's worth draft pick exactly. in the second half of that game. That, yeah. was, that was really encouraging to see. It was. It was. They're going to make it real hard to uh, to stash any one of them. I, I think uh, Kenyard and Barner may be left out in the wind on that one. Hmm. Oh, I Him and Ortiz, maybe. And who? Who was that? Ricky Ortiz, the fullback. Okay. They opened up that, pre, that uh, Hall of Fame game and you had uh, you had Stoker lined up as fullback for the first like play or so. Right. Uh, I think it was the first play, and then he he lined up as a fullback, and then motioned into being on the line. So yeah, I'm wondering. Like I said, I'm wondering if uh, uh, if Ortiz is going to make it or not. Hmm. Well, what do y'all think about the uh, O line's performance? At least the first half. I know the second half, <laughs> we have to rely on those guys. We're back to where we were last year. But 
The O-line was, was pretty decent. I mean, like, like I said, I haven't watched the game yet. I, watched, I saw the highlights. But, I mean, it was pretty good. They were pretty good in the first half, definitely. Yeah, they, they were they were solid in the right. first half. The only thing that, that worries me, I don't even know if it worries me per se, but there just seemed to be a lot of penalties, like yeah. a lot of holding holding penalties and false starts. And right. I mean, that could just be preseason stuff, but that's the kind of stuff that if it carries over in the regular season, it could just be drive killers. Right. Uh, it, was, it was good. And one thing I'd like to see about the Go ahead, Q. Go ahead, Q. No, no, no. I was just going to say the penalties, I agree, they did kind of bother me. And I know JR made the excuse it was the, it's the preseason, but, I mean, when you're competing for a job, I mean, you should be, like, focused. You should be, like, lasered in. Right, right. And that's the thing that bothers me. It's like if these guys are going to be coming off the bench for someone that goes down, it's just kind of like all you remember is what they did in the preseason. And right now, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of penalties. And so, anyways... I hate that excuse. It's the preseason. It's like, yeah, it's the preseason. Yeah. But if you're if you're competing for a job to make a million bucks a year, like you should be in the zone, right? It's it's the preseason, but it's also live action football, right? Like you you should be doing this the same way you're going to do it in in week one and going forward, right? You know, so and in the same way that most of these guys have done it for the past. You know, 10 years, you know, coming from Pee Wee football to high school to college. I mean, they should not be, you know, false starts and all that stuff, you know, jumping off sides. I mean, that's. But I, I, was about, I was about to say that's a rookie move, but I guess it is a rookie move. But, 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 on, the other, <laughs> but, but on the other side, Q, I see what you are saying as far as the preseason. These guys are pumped up in, in trying. I guess they're kind of like overdoing it a little bit, you know because they want to make the squad and they know the pressure that this whole organization is on to improve this year so they might have made a couple of dumb mistakes because they're overthinking it yeah maybe but I mean you know my son played in this jamboree today I told him today hey make sure you know you don't commit any penalties make sure you watch the ball watch right. the snap and he had a perfect game as far as doing that if I could teach that to a 10 year old then a 21 22 year old guy should be able to do the same thing, you know. Not really, because a ten-year-old is going to listen to you more so than a twenty-year-old. You can't tell a twenty-year-old nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's true too. Unfortunately, yeah. that's why a lot of these guys lose their jobs. Exactly. And uh, oh boy, off. I'm sorry to go back to Hard Knocks, but I forget his name. But Q, you, you, I was about to go there too. That safety, <laughs> that rookie safety, he drives me nuts. I hate his ass yeah. already. He already is rubbing people the wrong talking way. Talking back, talking back to Coach Gruden. I was like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that if he doesn't show up, his his ass is gone. But he said he can't he's cut first me. round. I was like, what? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. First round and he knows that. He told Coach that you can't yep. cut me. Right. <laughs> and he's, he's like, okay. <laughs> be, like, be like, nope, but we can trade your ass. Exactly. Groot's known, known for, for, for trading big players, so you better watch it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but he was annoying as hell, y'all. He was annoying to me when he first got to, to, to camp when they showed him coming out of his car with all the candy and all that shit that he had, man. Yeah. And it started going just downhill from, hill from there, so. But anyway, forget that. That's the that's Oakland's problem. Let's get back on the Falcons. All right. So, all right, Q, what do you think about overall the defenses? You, we actually got to see close to what we're going to see as far as 
Dan Quinn's taking over the defense, how these guys are like swarming and run, jumping around and making, trying to uh, bring the, as much pressure. We did a lot of blitzing, a lot of blitzing, and, and it was good to see. We kept, um, uh, what's, what's the uh, quarterback's name from Miami? Um, uh, Fitzgerald. Rosen. Fitz, Fitzgerald. Fitzpatrick. Well, yeah, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick and, and, uh, uh, Rosen. Uh, they kept him on his toes. Wait, is it is it really Fitzpatrick, the the quarterback that was in Tampa Bay last year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't believe Tampa Bay let that dude go because it's magic. I thought for sure. I thought he was going to take Jameis Winston's job because no. Jameis Winston is showing signs that he is not going to get a big contract <laughs> coming up anytime soon. Especially at the last season where he got benched like what two or three times. Yeah, I'm, I'm very surprised they let the beard go, but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, and and I also noticed when they had Pack out there, he he wasn't on on his, his three point stance. He was actually, you know, what I'm saying standing up. Yeah, that's so, what, yeah. I was, that's interesting. That's, that's what, what you saw a lot with that uh that five two formation. Yeah, uh, the defensive lineman you had you had three down linemen with Tack and Vic both standing standing on the ends there. Exactly. We, that's what we, we talked about last week. And um, it seems to be effective so far. Oh, yeah. But we'll, you know, we'll see what how, how it plays out in the regular season. But Tack looked look like Kool-Aid man, the Kool-Aid man busting through, man, trying to make a point. He looked like Fat Albert just busting through. Hey, hey, hey. I'm for real. I need a, <laughs> <laughs> I need a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to see. I don't. Uh, I don't need to see any more of Tag McKinley in the preseason. I don't need. He's no. good to go. They can sit him on the sideline. He understands what they're trying to do. Exactly. So, you know, he, he can y'all can hand him a clipboard now and uh, let him chill for the rest of the preseason. Yeah. His I own- can't wait. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait till week one because I because I have my tag jersey hanging, just waiting. Oh, you got tag jersey? <laughs> oh yeah, man. That's cool, man. Tag's doing it, man. I, I, my only thing with tag, the only thing with him for me is just you know stay healthy, man. Stay healthy, tag. Oh yeah. But it is the preseason, just like we didn't have Julio out there, just like we have Matt Ryan out there. I'm sure the Dolphins, you know, they didn't have a lot of people out there, so you know. I don't want to get too, too excited, but I think this defense, depending on how they play, they're going to uh, make a break uh, Quinn's job. Yeah, but I, I think I, for the first time of us, after what happened last year and all that, and since the draft and the picks and, and, and practices and stuff like that, we saw a little glimmer, a little thing that JR and um, Toby saw in training camp. We actually saw it a little bit on the field. And I'm like, if that's just a little bit of what's going to happen, then I'm not too excited, but I'm very happy. Can't get too excited. Don't forget the Dolphins are one of almost one of the worst teams in the league. That's true. But you got but you got to look at who who was out there when it started going backwards. It was, you know, secondary, thirdary, whatever. Right. It didn't start looking bad until you got the deep reserves right. in the game. Exactly. But uh, what about Jermaine Grace and his uh, best Debo impression? <laughs> it was nice. I thought, I thought he was looking good. Uh, he's he he's did. making making oh, yeah. it hard for them to do anything but keep him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What about uh, special teams? Any thoughts on special teams? They look better. I'll, I'll give them that. They're they look to be more tight 
this week. You know, uh, didn't see any muffed punts, and uh, they they seem to be swarming to the ball better than they were last week. So that's good. Grace was the one that jumped around, right? Yeah, he jumped around and got that pick, almost took it to the house. Yeah, yeah and he threw up the U. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry, yeah. I got it confused with somebody else. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, he, he looked good. I'm sure John Michael was very happy about that. <laughs> yeah, he, he likes when people throw up that U, that's yep, for sure. Exactly. He's all about the U, man. All about the U. Speaking of you, I can't wait for that that kickoff game of the season. Isn't that uh, Miami and Florida State? I don't know. Is it? Is that the Chick-fil-A kickoff this year? I I think it is. I think it's Miami and Florida State, so I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah, that ought to be a good game. All right. Well, Tavecchio, he held his own. You know, he he came through, you know, making his, his, um, I think the first one was a 29-yard field goal. So he lives to see another day here in the ATL. A, a thought struck me regarding Tavecchio and in that situation. Um, this whole game, we were much better at short yardage sh- situations. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that translates into not having to make as many 50 something yards field goal. I think that's the plan. I think that's why they didn't, they let one of the part of the things about letting Matt Brandt go. You know, you you beefed up the offensive line like you did. Right. You have two power backs in Quadre Olison and Brian Hill. Right. So it seems like there's a, a strong emphasis on getting those short yardage finally. And, you know, maybe they're banking on not having to make as many 52 and 54 yard field goals all the time. Yeah, they would have uh, to. I, I hope not, you know. <laughs> right. That's not, that's not the ideal spot where you want to be anyway that, that, that oh, part no. of the back, so you want to be you know, inside a little more, so. Exactly. Yeah, my nose is in an ideal spot, but hell, when you had Matt Bryan almost automatic from anything in of, what, 55 yards? Right, yeah. You, know, you felt good about it. I wonder if you were to go back and look at the the stats or, you know, the plays, how many of Matt Ryan's game-winning drives would, would not have been game-winning had you had another kicker? True. Yeah. Because all he had to do was get to the, you know, past half, you know, past the 50. Yep. If he passed the 50, Matt Ryan was pretty much automatic. Right. No, you know, that's just true. a thought. No, that's true. No. Very, very good point, man. I mean, you know, but that, like you said, I think that's the point and um, the confidence that they had of not bringing Matt uh, Bryant back. It's like, we're going to put it all to where we don't really have to rely on him saving our ass all the time, which he shouldn't be, had been able to in the first place. But, you know. Right. Well, when, when you're kicking a 50-yard field goal, you, kick, you pull a hammy. <laughs> but also in a good sign. No, well, that he was up there him. in age. He was up, he there, was in up age, there in but age, but he came back. He bounced back, man. I would rely on him more so than I would anybody else, you know, on, on doing their job. Even well, after Morton, the Ander- Morton Anderson's out there. Morton Anderson's like, I can uh, come. I can come back. <laughs> Morton's out there on Lake Lanier. <laughs> Morton's out there <laughs> on Lake Lanier, chilling. 
<laughs> he's chilling next to his bust in the Hall of Fame is what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he still one of the leading scorers in the league? I think so. I don't think that. I don't think that's been broken yet. I don't think so either. So you know, he he should be in. The, uh, well, I guess I'm surprised that he got into the Hall of Fame. Uh, he didn't get into the Hall of Fame before Tony Gonzalez. To tell you the truth, <sighs> he should have. Well, yeah. well what that's what I'm saying. He should have. In that moment, uh, like Tony had to wait five years or whatever it was. Right. Yeah, but I think Tony's been out of the league longer than Morton has. We haven't had Morton no. Anderson on the field in a while, right? Well, yeah, no, it's been a long time since you've had Morton Anderson. He probably did get passed over a few times, right. but it takes forever for kickers to get in anyway. Yeah, I mean, how many kickers are in the Hall of Fame? Like, it's less than five, ain't it? But when you're the leading score, I mean, I would think you get a, a pass. I mean, who gets in faster, Michael Vick or Morton Anderson? I don't even know if Michael Vick would get in. Has he done enough to get in? No, all time, all time leading rushing uh, quarterback. Record breaking season. Oh, time. Nobody's no quarterbacks ever run for more yards than Michael Vick. He he leads the league in rushing yards as a quarterback. He set the record too in for a single season. I thought thought Cam had beaten that like a, a year ago. Yeah, I thought. I thought. I mean, like, yeah, Cam beat that a year ago. But uh, yeah, I thought Mike still held that held that record. I didn't know Cam did it. Cam did it. He did it pretty damn fast. Yeah, I think. I think. I think that's right. I think Cam did do it. Oh, somebody look that one up. I gotta know. Somebody please look that one up. I think Jr. is looking it up. Yeah, let me see here. Yeah, y'all go ahead. We'll keep moving on. Yeah, we'll keep we'll keep moving on while you're looking. Let's see who the uh, all time rushing leader for quarterbacks in the NFL is. But okay, I, right now. Although they, although, although they say that guy from Baltimore is going to shatter Mike Vick's record, so we'll see how that works out. We'll see. Oh, talking about uh, Jackson? Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Um, yeah, he's kind of reckless, though. He's going to get hurt. Go ahead, Jr. So it says Michael Vick is the all-time leader in rushing yards by quarterback with 5,219 yards. Oh, so I, think, I thought he had, had 6,000, but okay. I think the record that Newton broke was the uh, rushing touchdown by a quarterback. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Might be rushing touchdown. I think right, Vic, as far as as far as yards, right? Vic has the, the, the yards. Has the yards, season and career wow. for Vic. That's amazing. Yeah, Mike Mike Vick's the only is the only quarterback ever to rush for a thousand yards in a single season. in a single season. Yep, that's right. All right. Well, I, well, we know what's keeping him out. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna, yeah, we go back to all that. More than right. it, probably will get into all things before Mike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you, you go to jail. Right. I think, I, I think, I think Vic gets in, but he's not going to be a first ballot. But I think he he gets in, you know. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, but but he won't go on his first ballot. So yeah, yeah, and I think that's just unfortunate due to choices he made. But it is what it is, right? And see, and see, and see, the thing is, what 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 I've noticed is when they talk about Hall of Fame players, they say, would the game be the same if this player was was not in it? And for Mike Vick, that's no. Right, it wouldn't be the same. No, 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 no! I gotta disagree, sir. Mike Vick changed the quarterback position. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what he's saying, Q. He's saying oh. that it, 
wouldn't be the same as far as changing it up. Yeah. When they vote on players, I've heard them say they ask themselves, would the game be you know different if this player would had wouldn't have wouldn't have been in right. you know what I'm saying part of it and the things that Mike Vick has done he changed the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He changed the game as far as running quarterbacks. I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Although we haven't seen another running quarterback like him. Maybe Mike Vick is so well, unique. Closest, Maybe he should be in the Hall of Fame. What's the closest thing we've seen to Mike Vick? It's it's um not Jameis, but uh, Cam. Probably Cam is. The, it's Cam, but no, it's just Cam on touchdowns because but, he's a quarterback on short yardage. When when you're at Cam, the one yard line, Cam, Cam has Cam size so long. Cam Cam has. Yeah. He yeah, has the size to, to to not be your typical running quarterback, but as far as like the speed and the quickness and the moves, you haven't seen anybody set foot on the field that that compared even close to big. Well, I agree. One person tried to, but we pretty much took him out, and that was uh, RG three. Uh, yeah, RG three. <laughs> Yeah, he got cracked so many times. It was ridiculous. Wow. We cracked him. RG3 didn't have, he, he didn't have Mike Big speed, though. He was good being Mike Big speed. No, he had speed. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I remember that. I forgot which, which game he was playing, but he hit that hit that sideline and was gone. Yeah. I forgot which team they were playing, but it was ridiculous. He's got that kind of speed. And, you know, the most unfortunate thing about this whole thing is they always say, Marcus Vick, Mike's little brother, was not only a better quarterback, he was faster, he was more intelligent yeah. on the football field, but we didn't, get a chance, we didn't even get a chance to see that really play out because he got into trouble so many times. But with that being said, when he did come to the NFL, he was a punt returner for the, I think, for the Dolphins. I'm kind of thinking to myself, this guy was a quarterback and now he's a punt returner for the Dolphins? I was <laughs> like, damn. But no, knucklehead, you know, you can't, you can't talk to a knucklehead. All right, well, what about, I heard... About our, our our left tackle, uh, what's his name? Gino, Matt Gino, Matt Gano. Oh, Gano, Gano, Gano. Yeah, what about <laughs> it? It's Matt Gano. Uh, he did pretty. He, uh, he did pretty well as far as. Um, if, if you go back and, and watch the game, like I said, other than the penalties, the best thing you can say about the offensive line is that you can't really call anybody out. And normally, right. if you can't call anybody out on the offense, offensive line, that means they did their job and right. you didn't notice them. Like, so they opened up holes. They made our, uh, they gave the running backs, you know, chances to do some things. Right. And, and, and Gano looked like he belongs, if nothing else, as a swing tackle. And, you know, possibly, uh, no, no, because you got Caleb McGarry and Jake Matthews set right. there. So, yeah, definitely he looked like he belonged as, as our swing tackle for sure. Definitely, like, definitely. Go ahead. Like you can take Ty's umbrella job once Caleb McGeary gets up to speed. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, like we said, there were there were great things to see. Some things we still need to work on. I think Quinn is kind of like was happy about especially the first half of what he saw. Before we go on, did anybody notice anything that Vic did? Vic Beasley? We saw Tack, we saw Couple other guys step up. Did, did Vic? Vic Beasley. He had some good pressure when he was in there. I heard about uh, the that. first uh, first play. He got ran by. Uh, well, he ran just a little too far downfield right. on the run play. 
but he almost had the, the running back from behind. And then um, the one thing that I, I tweeted out while I was watching, he, he was still getting ran past the quarterback too easy. Right. Like, they, you know, because he's so daggum quick, all the offensive linemen have to do is basically just push him right. past the quarterback. Now. Yeah. But uh, it was a play or two later. Um, I was trying to remember if it was, I think it was Fitzpatrick. Okay. You didn't notice it because it was the uh, pass interference or holding on uh, Oliver. But if you go back and watch that play, right. Vic had the pressure. It was on a stunt, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he had the pressure right in uh, Fitzpatrick's face. And he calls that Aaron throw. Right. And had, uh, had Oliver kept his hands to himself, um, that would have been a, a a good play on, on Beasley's book. Okay. All right. And, yeah, and, and that's what I heard about it. I mean, I was, I was trying to watch 44, and I didn't really – I couldn't catch him because, you know – watching it and getting distracted but I was just checking him out because I saw I, I did see what Tack was doing and other people other players were doing but I never heard 44's number so I just wanted to make sure that you know see what he, since we you know we, we talk about him we focus on him a, a lot just to see what, where he is right now and because because we focus on him a lot I really didn't pay him a whole lot of attention right. because I didn't want to bury him during the preseason, looked like a fool when he shows up, shows out during the uh, during the regular season. So, but you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave Vic alone. Right. Wait until game one, and after game one, I'm gonna bury him with no <laughs> doubt about it. I'm gonna have all the ammunition I need to bury that fool because he's uh, he's just a total bust. I don't know how you have a great season a couple years ago and then you take a, a giant 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 step back, but. I got a feeling we're going to be burying that fool a lot this season. And I got a, I got a, a good feeling, too. Dan Quinn's going to lose his job because of that fool. No, I don't think it will be because of, of, of Vic. If, if, if I mean, it, it'll be the job. defense in, in hole, but I'm just saying a lot of people, a lot of people like us, Right. Want to see what he's doing and are watching him. And like I said, I didn't pay much attention to him the other night because it's a preseason game. But I guarantee you, week one, I am going to be watching what what Vic right. Beasley is doing. Right. Closely. Well, you should. Especially after his dad called me and was a jerk to me. <laughs> I definitely want to bury his ass. I want to bury his ass right next to his dad. Okay, I'm not here for all right. <laughs> he, okay. <laughs> wow. I was all, all right. about letting you and I was just gonna let you know, just let you go. Hey, man, dude's got his opinions, what whatnot. <laughs> then you gonna bring up why is his daddy calling him? Uh, yeah, Jr. There's an episode. Jr. May not know about that one, but JR, yeah, go in the archives, my friend. And there's an episode when Vic Beasley Senior called into the show a few times. Holy harassing, harassing me because <laughs> I'm doubting his son who was a bust except for one single season. So that's why I, that's why I said I'm not going to touch him during the preseason because right. I want to eat crow. I want to eat crow, so I'm going to wait till after game one. <laughs> oh, Lord, that is great. Yeah, that is great. I'm going to have to. On that one. Oh yeah. I'll, if I if I can find it, I'll send you, I'll send you the link and let you know what episode. Yeah, honey, thank you. It was fun. It was funny, and yeah, that's the last thing we need is Vic 
Beasley Senior coming in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and gunning for you, Q, like he did that time. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's all good. But yeah, his son better. Well, you know, that was at the time you said we don't need anybody with the name Vic on his team. <laughs> with the name Vic on his team, yeah. That was that was my mistake. Yeah. And I have that too. Uh-huh. I play that from our little sound t- um, sample. With sound bites, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you were right. That sucks, man. But you were right. I even made a song out of it. Oh lord, that's great. Yeah, I'll have, have to bring that out and put that on uh, whenever we play this. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's when around the time Aries started um, coming on the show. Mm, that's right around the time. Man, if JR's never heard the uh, interview with Chuck Smith, that's a good one. He needs to go back and listen to too. Oh yeah, JR. We had, we, had, we had Chuck Smith on the show. Did, we did we you, pissed him off in the first five minutes. He did. <laughs> well, I started. No, you did. I did. You did. <laughs> Still over here just pissing everybody off. <laughs> I know, man. That's why we stopped having former players on because <laughs> we don't know how to act. Well, this is the this is the thing though. I pissed off because I said I don't understand how you guys were able to win the game Shut against up. the Minnesota Vikings when, when they beat the when they beat the Minnesota Vikings because I was like thinking myself, you know, like at that at that time we had that conversation. The Minnesota Vikings held the record for the most points scored in a season. Right. Yeah. You remember that? You remember that game against the Vikings when they won them? I think it was ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ninety eight. The, the Vikings uh, set a single season scoring record in ninety eight. So I said that, and he's like, "Well, what are you talking about? What do you mean? They they were just a team like any other team." And I'm like, "No, they weren't a team like any other team. They were a record setting team. That just makes them a different team. When you set a record in the season, you're a different team." So he got pissed off at me for that. And then Rock called him. Rock called him by the wrong nickname, and that pissed him off too. I called him. Right. I called him the big hit instead of Wino. Wino. What you know? The, you know. No, he's big. Ch- he's big Chuck. You called him big hit. But I was tempted to go. No, no, no. We know your name, man. We're sorry. You're prime time, right? Oh Lord. I didn't call him prime time. <laughs> No, I was tempted to call him prime time just to piss him off even more. I think he's a jerk to us. But I gotta admit, but even though he's a jerk to us, he stood on the phone he's, for yeah. another hour with us, and then gave us some Mike Vick stuff that we could yeah. do to the next show. So we were kind of like, did. okay, well, it all that got worked out. <laughs> that was a two-parter, Jr. And Chuck was the champ. He stayed in. He's like, you guys can ask me anything you want. And he was eating his dinner. He, he was, was eating his talking. dinner, and and Q just, <laughs> Q I just, just kept asking question after question. Yeah. I was starting to get down to the nitty gritty. But when we started talking about Michael Vick, he was like, "Oh, okay." He had his opinion on Mike Vick, and that was a two-part oh, show yeah, for I miss, us. I missed that episode. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, you got that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. He didn't. Uh, he didn't think too highly of Mike Vick. Yeah, we were. We yeah. had to break that into two parts. But go ahead, um, Jerry. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm just I'm surprised he didn't think too highly of Vic. I mean, the other, I guess, you know, I guess the one thing that sticks out to me is him, like, admitting not having a great work ethic while he was here. Right. And I guess if that's going to make a... Yeah, make anybody idea. And that's and that's exactly what it was. He was talking about that, and you know him getting busted at the airport, trying to fucking have marijuana in a fucking container and all that shit, and just not taking it serious. But Vic was young at that time. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, Vic was young at that time, but he was the most 
he was the Michael Jordan of football. I mean, he, he was. He should. That be. was a disappointing thing. Uh, Jim Mora and his staff didn't know how to handle Mike Vick. Right. That's the unfortunate thing. Right. The best thing that ever happened for Mike Vick's career. He got to play for Andy Reid, and he finally got to show the world what he could do on the big stage, and that was the best thing that ever happened to Mike Vick. But unfortunately, it meant going to prison for dogfighting in order to play for Andy Reid because he probably would have been a Falcon for life if he never got busted for the dogfighting. But didn't they retire oh, his yeah. jersey? Uh, I don't think they retired his jersey. They had him back they had him back a couple of years ago with Roddy White and some other guys for a tribute day or something, but okay. I, don't think they retired his, I don't think they retired his jersey that number seven just yet. As a matter of fact, I think somebody the other night was wearing number seven in the game, so they definitely retired his jersey. All right. Yeah. It's not, I find it hilarious that they continue to, to hand out uh, Michael Vick's jersey to, like, scrappy white dude receivers. <laughs> like, like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. somebody a little more deserving than that. Speaking like, of which, though, there's a... Speaking of which, there's a guy in New Orleans right now who's a white guy that's wearing that number seven, and I think he might one day be the truth if Trudy Bridgewater doesn't become the truth. But uh, or whatever. Yeah, man. Whenever they put him into the game, he makes explosive plays. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see him have a little bit more time on the field and see what he can do. But he's kind of impressed me, and the only reason I really took notice is because he's wearing number seven. So I think uh, he's we'll going to see Breeze's. Um, he's going to proceed Breeze. Uh, it looks like they're trying to put Teddy Bracewater in that in that situation, but we'll see what happens. But I don't trust. But that kid, Teddy. that kid, uh, number seven. What's his name? Uh, Jr. just said it. Tyson Hill or Tyson, Tyson Hill? Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he looks impressive, man. I mean, they run some quarterback draws and some sneaks to the to the corners to try to sneak into the corner, and he is super fast. I'm just I'm I'm just ready to see what he can do as far as throwing the ball, right. but as far as running the ball. He's, he's up there with that Michael Big type speed. All right. Well, cool. All right, fellas. Well, yeah, I wouldn't would say that. But, okay. <laughs> I was waiting. Aries. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Aries. Aries. Michael Big type speed. I'm waiting. Hey, no, no, no. Aries. 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 For the Saints? No. No, no, no. I'm telling you. Google his name on YouTube and watch his highlight video. You no, I watched, I, watched, I watched him play. I Watch him play. He, he's when when for whatever reason when they take Breeze out, they bring him in and then he'll run the ball and mm-hmm. right. and keep going. Yeah, I've seen him play. And you you put Mike Vick and his name in the same sentence just don't work with me. <laughs> no, I'm talking about I'm talking about as far as far as the speed. I think he's no, as fast no, as Michael no, Vick. No, he I'm, fast. no, he's not. No, he's he's fast, but he ain't that fast. If he, was a start, if he was a starting quarterback in the league right now, he would be the fastest starting quarterback quarterback in the league right now. I guarantee no. you. There's nobody no. faster. Maybe Jackson, but he would be you second got, fastest behind you got him. Jackson, you got Murray, you got uh, Russell. You got, Russell's not that fast, man. People always talk about Russell's speed. Russell is, he is not that fast when it comes to taking off with that ball. He's not Michael Big Speed. Michael Vick in his heyday. Right. Michael Vick when he ran against the Minnesota Vikings for that touchdown in overtime. Oh, Russell Wilson doesn't have that type of speed. Nowhere near it. Cam Newton obviously doesn't have that speed. James Winston doesn't have that speed. But this kid from uh, from New Orleans, he's got some speed. Credit. Give him way too much credit. He's fast. He's fast. But I'm not. I'm not gonna say he got that Mike Vick speed. No, bro. No. That is saying a lot. That is saying a lot. 
That's saying a lot. It's the closest to Mike Big Speed that we have in the league today, other than really? maybe the Jackson dude. But other, other than no. the Jackson kid from Murray, Murray is in Baltimore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The Jackson kid in Baltimore. Yeah. I'm saying he might be uh, he might be a step or two Lamar. faster. But other than that. I don't even think the kid from Arizona, uh, Murray. Oh, I, I played with him. All, I played Madden tonight against okay, my son okay. in you, Arizona. You're, Murray you're couldn't get the edge. When you're watching him play, are you fast forwarding it so it looks like it's going that fast? <laughs> are you giving him the Benny Hill effect? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just check out his YouTube. Check out his YouTube and then get back at me. Send it on YouTube and then get back at me. Oh, yeah. They must be like fast forwarding it and you be like, oh, damn, he's fast. <laughs> but, but send send the video you're talking about uh, you on, 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 the, on, the, on the text message. I will. I will. I'll say this about him, though. Mike Vick was fast, but he was never fast enough where they line him up a receiver and throw a pass to him and he would score. But this dude is a quarterback that could line up a receiver and he can score touchdowns. He can beat people to the end zone. The dude's got some talent. It's just a matter of, like, who's going to replace Drew Brees. Is it going to be Teddy Bridgewater or is it going to be him? Is we'll he? see. And you said he's a rookie and this is his um, second? No, this is, oh, no, he's not a rookie. He's like a third year. But he's like a, he's not going to dethrone uh, Drew Brees, obviously. Yeah, but why anybody no. else picked him up? I don't know, but I mean, they bring him in kind of like kind of like when Michael Vick first went to the Eagles, how they brought him in for those specialty plays. Right. And that's what they're doing with him now. Okay. But he's shown a lot, he's shown a lot of potential out there, man. I, in, all, in all due respect. Mike Vick never um, had to line up at wide receiver because we didn't have anybody else to throw the ball. That's true, too. When you got Breeze throwing the ball, you can put a guy like that at wide receiver. Now, if we had, say, Matt Ryan was was Vick's, you know what I'm saying, backup quarterback, and bring bring Ryan in and then have have Vick as a wide receiver. Yeah. But you don't have that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, fellas. Well, well, a lot of good. But he, <laughs> he's a he's a freakish athlete wearing the number seven. So just keep an eye out for him this this season. All right. Especially especially when we yeah. play the the Saints because I don't even think we're gonna beat the Saints this year. I think the Saints are gonna sweep us. I think we'll sweep Tampa Bay. I think we'll split with Carolina. Do you know and the I think Saints have a he's a rookie in the middle, right? Of their offensive line. He's a rookie, like first year rookie. A rookie center against our D line? Are you serious? Yeah. Rankins, Sheldon Rankins, I don't even think he's back to full health yet, is he? Nah. So, yeah, I mean, their defense is taking, taking a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit more evaluating. <laughs> yeah. No, I, my, I, would, I would say this about the Saints game. The Saints game will be a shootout. The last person with the ball wins that game. I don't think, okay. I don't think we... But that's how it is. Go ahead, Jer. Go ahead, Jer. I was, say, it, it, I was just gonna say it, that's how it always is, regardless of who right. and how the teams play. There's just too many. I mean, that's why it's a rivalry game exactly. and probably the best in the league because everybody right. balls out that game. Yeah. No matter who's at center, there's still a good chance it's the last person with the ball. But when it comes to those two games. Us versus versus the Saints, man. It's just like it could be anybody's game. It's not a given game. We've seen that. I think we, no, I think I think I we agree. split the Saints. We split Carolina and beat Tampa Bay both times. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, fellas, 
That all sounds so good. And we're almost there. It's starting again. And um, I'm getting a little... Who's our next game and when is it? Can you make some of that real quick? Uh, the Jet. Uh, the Jets Thursday night, seven thirty. I'll actually be at that game. Okay. So oh, anybody's uh, anybody's at a stadium, you know, hit me up. All right, for sure, for sure. I w- I won't be there. I will be in Orlando, but Q will be here. Aries won't be there either. He's in the West Coast. I'm right. not going to the game unless my wife promises to give me some ass if I go with her. Oh wow. You know Chelsea listens to the show, right? Yeah, I know. I ain't going to no damn preseason game. Forget about it. <laughs> All right. Well, fellas, let's start to wrap it up a little bit. But so far, just your overall wrap-up opinions about the second, you know, our first official preseason game, but our second game outside of the Hall of Fame. You feeling confident going forward to the next one? And I'll start off with Aries. What, how are you feeling overall, Aries? Uh, just the chances to be really interesting to see what they do to, to contain this, this juggernaut of a back they have now. So, right. okay. That's what I'm looking forward to. What about you, JR? I'm looking to see if the players that have been performing well, if they can keep performing like if they can keep doing it right. um you know the, the kaminsky's the hills right. um does, does quadre olison does he carry it forward because to me that's what the preseason is right. can you build on your performance and you can you clean up on your mistakes okay so you know a lot of penalties from the uh the you know isaiah olivers and sheffield and um even miller so you know can can they clean that stuff up? That's, that's what I'm looking for. What about you, Q? Um, just like JR just said, I am interested to see. Can you uh, continue what you started last week right. and um, cut down the penalties? And if you do that, I might be on the train. I might I might be on the train, but okay. I got to see that. I, I, I'm, a, I'm the same way. You know, I like what I saw so far. Clean up some of that sloppy stuff. I'm still waiting to see certain players come back and see what they're doing. But as far as the secondary as a whole, I'm not 100% ready. You know, we fixed it, but it looks a whole lot better than what it was just based off the first two games. But I know it's going to be a long season and we have a hell of a schedule. So, which I like because that means that we can dominate. We're going to. The closer we get towards the playoffs, I think we're going to do well if we get to the playoffs. Like I said, we only have maybe four to five outside games this year. Right. A lot of our games are going to be indoors, playing Houston and Arizona, you know, us, the Saints. A lot of games are indoors, so that'll be really interesting to see. Yeah. Indeed. All right, fellas. Well, um, we will read. I guess we will try to get together again after this next game coming up. And we're playing the Jets, which will be next Thursday. Um, when are you back, Rock? I will be back in town probably late next Friday. But I then I got to go to South Carolina. But I'll be back officially on Sunday night. So, um Okay. I like to hear about that that podcast conference you're I going to. I like to hear I'm gonna document yeah. everything, man. I'm gonna document the whole trip down while I'm there. I'm gonna send you guys pictures and stuff so you can see what's happening. 
And uh, so, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely keep you guys informed, man, because um, I got a lot of a lot of materials, man. I got T-shirts, I got stickers, <laughs> I got fucking magnets and shit. <laughs> I'm trying to promote us and <laughs> Toby and Jr. While I'm down there, man, if there's any opportunity to promote you guys, I'm going to do that as well because I want everyone yes. to check out, you know, great podcasts, especially sports podcasts, and, and specifically for the Falcons. So I'll, I'll definitely give you guys a shout out too. Well, that'd be much appreciated. We, we uh, yeah, everything we can to, to get our, uh, you know, our name and, and brand out there. And, uh, yeah, you guys. Well, go ahead, go ahead right now. Go ahead right now and advertise your podcast while you're on here. It's uh, you know, if you go on YouTube right now, is mainly where we are with uh, it's, you know, pound for pound ATL. Right. It's you know, the word pound, the number four, the word pound, all together, uh, ATL. Um, my Twitter handle is Grim eleven twenty eight. That's with two M's. Right. So G R I M M one one two eight, and then uh, Toby's is uh. Toby D, 1991. Y'all can always, you know, hit us up, whether it's y'all or your fans or whoever. Right. Y'all can always hit us up and ask questions. We, we try to get back. As we, we both started doing this because there wasn't a ton of positive Falcon stuff out there. Exactly. Especially with the national media. Yeah. And that's what we were trying to do was, was you know, just get some different perspectives from what we were hearing. Right. And so that was a few years ago, and we've just been having fun doing it ever since. That's cool, man. I mean, really, yeah, you guys are doing it the same way we were doing it. And uh, that's how we met Aries. That's how we met everybody. So, yeah, it's a big family, man. And Aries, you don't worry, brother. You know, I'm going to promote you as well on your vids and all that. So it's going to be all good. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Indeed, man. But uh, definitely check out Aries' um, videos on YouTube. Aries, tell them how to get to you. Uh, um, you can reach me on, on Twitter at FalconFans77. Yep. And in my YouTube is, you know what I'm saying, YouTube.com backslash Terry Falcon. So there you go. Indeed. And don't be, and don't be scared to turn off when you see Aries with his Sopranos guns and <laughs> it may seem a little intimidating to you but Aries is cool a cool person so he's not gonna come and and, <laughs> and mess with you but Aries and, is and just remind hardcore people, yeah and remind people this season on our show we got exclusive guests that you'll never hear on any other shows like R. Kelly, oh. like Bill Cosby, <laughs> like, 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 Jeff, like Jeffrey Epstein that just died today. Oh, uh, oh wow. So we got we got all we got all yeah, the all the, all the stars. Too soon, too soon. It's too, too soon. Maybe too soon. <laughs> never never too soon for a guy that molested kids. <laughs> no, yeah, not for this show. We're we're no doubt, very no we're very politically incorrect in this show, but it's all about fun at the end of it's the day. It's all about fun, but we will have the most exclusive guest ever on our show, so you cannot <laughs> miss that. All right, cool. Well, I guess that's it. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you. I want to thank JR from Pound for Pound. I want to thank Aries for stepping on, and uh, we'll talk to everybody. If you guys don't have anything else, we'll talk to everybody next week, maybe. All right. All right. All right, fellas. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you next week. See ya. Yep. Later.
check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com.